0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, y'all, to another episode of QMO Pod. Today, we have one arguably the best quarterback in UCLA history. I'm putting that on you because Bam. I looked at some numbers, man. The numbers were crazy.
1: That's, uh, yeah, damn. Because a- the
0: freshman year it was like 30, over 35, or around right around 3,500 yards. It was wild, and a lot. The talk was, could he do it again for his freshman year? And you beat it in your freshman year. It was wild, and you did more numbers in in what three years than uh, who was there for four years? Uh, was it? I don't know, but, uh, was Kate? How many years was Kate there for? Four. four years. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, numbers don't lie. They
1: don't. Brett's they don't. wild, man. Yeah, uh, honestly, man. 1st I, uh, I don't even think back on this. No, that. Yeah. There, And Brett's always right? been a
2: humble dude. Um, look you know what's funny brett now that i think about it back in high school i didn't realize this stuff till now but the way he carried himself in the interviews and stuff like uh how old were we 14 18 years old Uh, he was already a professional (laughs) in front of the camera like doing interviews like i'm thinking about this right now and that's crazy but um anyways i appreciate we appreciate you Taking the time of your day. Absolutely. I know you just got back from another event, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've been uh, working and grinding, man. Working and grinding.
2: What was the event that you came back from? Today? Or yeah,
1: Today. Um, oh, no. I didn't have an event today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, a, not, a, not today. Oh. Yeah. I was at a coffee shop all day, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> coffee? What still grinding. Uh, provision. Right up. It's, it's like a two-story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, day, I know. A two-story I was, windows. Oh, man, okay. it's awesome. Yeah, yeah Provision.
0: There. Give us some coffee. You
1: know? yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, shout <laughs> out. Yeah, so you a coffee guy? I'm getting into it. Honestly, it makes me too jittery. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm He's a, a workaholic guy. is yeah. what he, he is. Yeah, I'm T tea guy. I'm, I'm a tea I'm man. Sensitive tea, green too, man. Yeah, I, just, I tried it today, man. And dude, I couldn't stop shaking on the keyboard. Yeah, yeah I, I you get anxious. Huh? Yeah, man, I can't do <laughs> yeah, no. it.
2: Brett's got that natural energy. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, but
0: um, you said it. You know, every and, and you knew him. You guys went to high school.
2: Yeah. Everything Crazy. I've
0: seen. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? Really? You guys are on the same team. You guys played. Crazy. What?
2: So me, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but me and Brett. So our locker room, it was like almost like a, well, it was like one long row of lockers here and then two other divider of lockers. I was like in this corner, Brett was right here. I was on the defensive side. Brett always had all his old line protecting him. So <laughs> if I was talking shit <laughs> to, <laughs> to Brett, always I was stuff. I was getting my ass whooped. <laughs> that, that's basically Brett was untouchable. You can touch man. Brett, high Chandler High. Do you, you remember room, that? Or not really. High
1: locker room, man. You got to be close to your alignment, You know, it's quarterback. Yeah, yeah. have to. Oh, they
2: gotta, love gotta them. Everyone yeah. loved Brett. They got to take the hits. You know, nah, bro. If and if you so quarterbacks always wore a red jersey, like penny jersey on top. and if you're running, you can't touch. If you do oh bro you running there doing the something e- yeah go
0: take laps <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. uh,
2: honestly he's a deserving guy of it like he always carried himself well um what i loved about him not only he was an amazing athlete but he took care of the business in the in the classroom and not not a lot of people know this from our class but i used to be uh, an assistant to coach Ewan. like uh what was it like when you teacher's had a free assistant. period, yeah, no some, yeah. So he just let me. So I used to handle all the transcripts <laughs> and everything. Really, <laughs> oh, he got eyes on me. Yeah, I was just talking
1: to Coach Ewan too. Like, no way. Yesterday. I haven't talked
2: to him in. I can't. Yes, probably bro. like ten years. I yes. don't even think he remembers me to be honest. But, uh, bro, I talk to Coach Scott still sometimes. Really? Yeah. yeah, he's retired now. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Yeah. I yeah. love I heard that guy. Modeling. Yeah, he's modeling. No way! Yeah, bro. What? I heard he's modeling. Shout out, Hey, Coach <laughs>
1: Scott. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, we got to pull a picture somehow. Now. We had to. We'll we put it to. in yeah, a yeah, clip, yeah, we gotta, we gotta and we're gonna give picture. you a shout out.
2: But <laughs> yeah. um, shout out to Coach Scott, man, because he always messages me time to time. Always some positive affirmation um, and things like that. And I know he wanted to start something of his own. Yeah. And I think he would because he's affected so many kids. And you know, not being one of those coaches that play a lot of favoritism, yeah. I would say but um anyways going back to the ucla topic so they you were nicknamed um i know you don't like it because you're a Uh christian man right Uh. the savior right
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh jesus (laughs) shuttlesworth (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah oh man yeah it was uh that was a nickname it's crazy too like when i first got to ucla i mean ucla was doing we had all the talent in the world man but uh we just didn't put it together and um I don't even know how the heck that nickname came about like but i mean it's like no pressure right yeah you know? no pressure yeah. just go out and produce and yeah and that's us. it yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, and honestly it was i tried not to think about it but you know story wrote itself and i just was happy to be a part of it and um dude we put it all together and honestly we had some crazy talent like people don't know mm-hmm. this but like. I mean, who cares about me as a savior, whatever, all that nickname. But like, bro, we had Anthony Barr, who's a top ten defensive end, as yes. a running back. Yes. When Damn. I first got in there, a running back.
2: He was nice. That's, That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: <laughs> I mean, random people like that. We just Eric Kendricks, Dayton Jones, and these are all dudes who have been playing and mm-hmm. the league for years. I mean, we had some talent there. And uh, once, once more um, came um, and sort of put things in place. It was a wrap.
3: So, like, I kind of want to, I want to uh, stay on this UCLA topic. But your top three schools. I, I wanna know Ooh. what came into that what came into the thought process when you made that decision. Bro, to to on top us. of that,
2: I just I just wanna chime in. Brett was shady as hell in high school. He was not telling yeah. nobody, nobody where he was. Coming. Nobody, you, him, nobody. No. you got to you protect him. Anytime you, know you like would guess whatever, yeah. he'd be like, he would just smile at you. He's like, y'all will find out. Yeah, that's like, the but always, Anyways, I'm gonna let him answer that's, your question. I just to do, had to. Man. I just had to let people know. He way. did not tell a soul Dang. other than probably his family. I'm <laughs> say
1: I didn't even know for the most part. I yeah. mean, <laughs> I'll say, now I will say this: people don't know this. I did like silently commit to Washington. And they had, uh, uh, um, I went there for a trip, and Jake uh, Locker uh, was the quarterback at the time. Dude, I just spent some time with him, and I yeah. thought it was awesome. Like, really cool facility, the coaches were nice. Um, and I was like, all right, this is the place I want to go to. And then I took a trip to California, mm. UCLA, and I remember Rick Neuheisel famous saying, like, it's 72 degrees and ocean breeze, never mm-hmm. forget it. It was like the tagline. He was walking me down campus, like the main strip. You know, there's women walking by, and you're ah, dude, it was beautiful. And I was like, all right. And then I went out with a couple fellas and stuff like that. And had the time of my life, you were man, sold. I sold. So, so, I was like, I got, I'm I'm So, there. What,
3: what was the third school? So, we got Washington, it, UCLA. It really
1: came down between <coughs> Washington and UCLA. Um, the third school. Randomly enough, I'd always wanted to go to the University of Texas Mm. or the U, Miami, Mm. and uh, Texas offered me, like, way late in the recruiting process, and same for Miami, so I feel Mm. like if I would have got an offer from them earlier, might have been there, but, like, It really came down to Washington and UCLA. If the fans come up to you at UCLA,
3: come on, Brad,
1: come here. Like,
0: (laughs) a little bit more
3: than I'm telling you, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, like, thinking
1: back on it, 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 time flies, y'all. Because now I'd be looking, I'm like, damn, like, I'm, like, 10 years deep in the league. And I'm, you know, 15, 14 years out of of UCLA from just getting there. And I'm like, man, like.
3: Damn.
0: I love
1: it like that. Time flies. It flies, man. Like us in high school, like time flies.
0: We got to throw up a a picture of it. I remember the Sports Illustrated cover. Uh, I think it said UCLA's brilliant Brett Hundley on there and it was a picture of you and your gear. We'll put
3: that in the
2: clip. He was on SI cover? Yeah, yeah. Hey. it's crazy because I'm telling he's you, he's so yeah. humble you Brett, wouldn't even know. Man. Yeah, he consummates professional. Our year we graduated sure. the most recruited players was Brett and Christian Westerman. I think was the only yep. person with more offers than you. <laughs> yep, yep. At the time. Christian
1: Westerman. I'm gonna see if yeah. I can find it. Yeah, continue. And, uh, yeah, lineman, dude. Like from Hamilton. Yep, and uh, man, it was it's just crazy thinking about uh, thinking back on all that stuff. Like time flies, man. And yeah, man, coming from Arizona, it, we weren't. It's crazy. Arizona wasn't like a. Like it is now. I mean, you got Channel High School, which is like a prominent yeah. national powerhouse. And back then, man, I mean. You were
2: the start of it, I felt like, because <laughs> that's when we almost beat Hamilton. Yeah. I mean, we beat him JV Yeah. yeah. But Didn't. senior Yo. year, yeah, with that bullshit. Hold on. You see Wait it? a minute.
1: Hold on. Sorry. What is? What do you got? What do you got? Bro, oh, I, mean, you know, oh, I didn't you know, even notice. Like, yeah, live yeah. I didn't know. you know what's crazy? <laughs> swipe know. up, swipe up. No, they don't, me. they don't even tell you like before it comes out. Like, hey, we're gonna put your cover <laughs> yeah. on SI. And I remember yeah. Devon
2: Canard being on there. Too. Yeah,
1: bro, and I, I, remember waking up, and um, this was the first one. So I was, and it's crazy because yeah. like they, they don't say nothing. And uh, I remember I did this photo shoot at UCLA, Let's and see. then the next morning I'm walking and I get all these text messages like. You're on the freaking – man, <laughs> I run to the news station, bought all the all magazines, all of them, all, no every way. single that's one of them, sick. man. I, it, was the cra- it was the craziest moment of my life, uh, one of them. Um, and uh, just just a blessing, honestly, man. Like, stuff like that. Like, We're going to have this
3: pop up on the clip. Yeah, for that's sure, why I, sure. I said bring it up. Yeah, but stuff yeah. like that, like,
1: <laughs> I'm still transitioning out and still in and out. But, like, I haven't even had time to, like, think of stuff like that. Like, yeah, you know, reflect on any of this stuff. So I'm still pushing along, going on year nine, but – I haven't taken time to, like, think about any of this stuff. I which feel like you're too
2: much of a workaholic. Like, whether it's no, not sorry. football, you're always, yeah. what's next? Yeah. And that's what's allowed you to be so successful. Yeah. But did you always feel like, hey, my goal, I'm going to the league. Did what? Like, what age did you start playing football?
1: Probably, yeah, honestly, child. Just I couldn't even tell you what specific age. I just remember I used to grow up throwing the football in the backyard with my pops. And, pops uh, played for U of A, right? Yeah, Pops played for U of A. Uh, uncle played for Wichita State when they had a football program. Ain't got no football program no more, y'all. Um, but, um, so I grew up in the family football background. And, um, man, honestly, I, I always knew I wanted to be a quarterback. I always liked throwing a football. But, I mean, I didn't start on Chandler until my junior year. And I remember Kyle Young was the quarterback and I got oh. beat out my sophomore year mm-hmm. trying to be on varsity, so I went to JV. Bro, and played, why do, and then,
2: why is that a race from my memory? Bro, like, I always I always <laughs> looked at him. He damn. was a starter every time. And even junior
1: year, I didn't I didn't win the job my junior year. It wasn't until the third game when we were getting our like whooped by Chaparral. Mm-hmm. We played them for the first time. It was like thirty to zero. Actually it was thirty to seven. We had a rever- I actually started at receiver my junior year of high school for Chandler High School with Kyle Young at quarterback. And we ran a reverse, and I threw a reverse touchdown. That was our only points of the half. And then Coach Ewing made the decision to put me in going into that second half. Mm-hmm. Now, we still lost, but we at least scored, like, 20-some points, yeah. you know, in the second half. And then the rest is history, man. Flip the switch. Yeah, yeah. the rest yeah. is history.
0: See, like, everything I've read, I don't know you like like O does, yeah. but everything I've read and looked at, it's always pointing towards you consummating professionalism. Yeah. And, and you said it, too, from, you know, 14 to 17, 18 so that that says a lot about the house that yeah, you grew yeah. up in yeah. and your parents and you know the culture that it starts there. Oh, abso- you know? absolutely. So shout yeah. out to them for
1: Yeah, shout out pops, moms, sister, yeah, man. And I heard your yeah.
0: sister was a great athlete.
1: She was. She was and she 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 was and then I you know, and we can get into this story too going on here shortly. but you know, she was diagnosed with epilepsy and then had to take in medicine and all this stuff and she's still I would say a great athlete, but like she was faster That's than me, tough. I'll tell you that. But yeah, damn. man, it was it's the story to be told. And um damn. now we're doing uh, you know, great things with the foundation in honor of her. So shout out the um, foundation. Dude, I yeah. appreciate that, man. Yeah. Appreciate the Hundley we, Foundation, baby. we should uh Hunley documentary about you, man. You Check it out. Some, man.
3: It's like when you look back on it, it's like, damn, I did that.
1: Man, I, I I haven't even thought about it like that. But yeah, sometimes I'll be looking back now, going in the back end of my career and I'm like Damn! Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I could be ha- like, I could just smile and be like, "Damn!" Like, I haven't reflected on it, but like, it's nice to know that like I've made an impact or yeah, done something that for sure can be remembered. Your legacy
3: will be remembered. Man, Hell yeah! yeah and that's yeah.
1: the the work that you
2: put in. Speaking of that, I heard. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I heard you used to wake up super early in the morning with pops to go on a mile run before school starts,
1: before everything. Yeah, oh yeah. That, that's that's so, the story. It's crazy, man. It started um I used to be little and uh you know I'd wake up when my dad wakes up he'd do 100 push-ups 100 sit- sit-ups and go jogging for like three or four miles and dad I was sp- that dad yeah. was doing that dad was doing that every morning and so I started as a child riding a bike or actually I was on an electric scooter at first so I started riding an electric scooter as I was really really little and then as I got older I got to a bike and I would run ride with them the whole way and then as I got to like junior high school, I actually started trying to run, but I couldn't make the whole mi- three miles or four miles. So I always had like a cutoff in like two miles right at the right sort of Shit, at the middle three, part. Three four miles? I thought it was a mile. Damn. Oh, man. No, it was. Yeah, this, this dude would run, though. Um, but like on weekends, he would go a little bit farther. I yeah. ain't doing that, though. But um, then as I got to high school, then I started finishing runs with him. And then as I got older in high school, I started like at the end of these runs, man, it was this long stretch down Alma School and like. Dude, at, by the end of high school, like it's like one of them stories if you just had a flash by of like all, it would be the coolest thing. But like we used to like sprint and race at the end of three miles. And at first, he's, my, my dad's he fast. To like, my dad is fat, but boy, at the end of three miles, I still remember the first day I beat this dude, and it—I mean, we're and you know my dad's pretty—he's uh, confident too in his abilities, and yeah. he ain't gonna let his son beat him. Yeah. So he used to always whoop mine. Yeah. it's
2: true, OG bro. True. He used to talk true. shit like, "True, <laughs> you better bring it." Yeah, <laughs> and,
1: and man, and then it soon enough started to me tearing him up at that backstretch, man. And then, shoot, and he—it it was, was
0: like uh, earning your your rite yeah. of passage, right? Yeah, yeah. So how old was your dad at that time?
1: Man, he had to be freaking what 38, 38 see, I think.
0: See, that's crazy because a lot of athletes so he's an athlete obviously. Yeah. Uh they kinda when they stop playing, you know Oh yeah. They, there's a there's a fall off, like injuries yep. and, and people settling and kinda you know, that's a thing of life, you would think. Yeah but if he was doing that at uh, that time, yeah, he's I, probably still in shape running around and he's stuff.
1: Still, now he runs farther now. He'd be running like Ooh. eight miles, and I'm, I, yeah, I have, I've got out of that now. Man. I can't, I can't do it. There's
0: okay. mid twenties that can't do that, man.
1: man. That's what? what I'm saying. But he, that, I can't do that. I'm, yeah, <laughs> like, <man. laughs> I don't think I've ever been able. I'll, to come from a short too. distance. Yeah. runner. Right, I'm bro. telling I'm you, about eight miles. I'm telling you. But yeah, this dude, that's that's one of the places I for sure have found my dedication to what I do in regards to anything in life is just seeing this brother wake up every single day every morning clockwork. no matter what like clockwork it didn't change that's a yeah. big
0: time man because yeah. now now kids wake up they want to play on their star video teams games video games screens yeah. tvs yeah. they want to go out yep. i mean you know, i don't want to sound like the old head that's hating on that yeah. but you know there's nothing like you waking up with your dad yes like that's your role model yes and he's like, setting that example for you before you could run like that's, that's movie type story, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You're on the scooter, yeah. you graduated to the bike, then you start <laughs> running, you're like, I got to tap out. Now you finally get to a point where you're like, afterburners, I yes, beat you. Yeah. Like, that's like the ultimate graduation, you know? Like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah,
1: it, was, it was crazy, man. And <laughs> it I, it's sucks. something that I I absolutely want to pass on to the next generation of mine. And, um, dude, I, I'll i carry that with me for the rest of my life, man. It was just one of the greatest things that he's ever bestowed upon me, is that right. that dedication. So
3: um, I want I want, to, I want to stay on this football more. What does it take to make a great quarterback? Because oh, yeah. you say you play wide receiver, your junior year, then transition to the quarterback phase, Then you get these offers, you become Brett Hundley, the, the best quarterback to come out of UCLA. You know, how do you become a great quarterback? Because I played football in high school, I was a wide receiver, I was decent, I was on varsity as a freshman uh second string stuff like that mm-hmm. but i always wanted to play quarterback but they yeah. never let me play quarterback <laughs> yeah and i was kind of mad about that bro Man. So i was like what does it take to be a great quarterback
1: it's crazy too because it's like the game is like transition because yeah. like when i was growing up you know that's when like paid manning tom brady these were the heights of the careers and 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 to be completely honest like being a black quarterback was not something that was, yeah. pushed it was like back then. we always yeah. looked it was, as receivers bro i'm I, okay i i i shit you not Ever, I have never once, and this has been like an insecurity of mine. Mm -hmm. It's developed over time. I have never once been asked by somebody. Every time, you know, somebody walk up, oh, you must be playing football or something like Mm -hmm. that. Never quarterback. Never once in my life have I had somebody say, "Are you a quarterback?" It's always, "Are you a receiver? Are you a linebacker?" You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, and I tell people now, no, I play ping pong. Like, (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't even play football. No, I feel like you'd be a ping pong, pong. Uh, bro. I'm I'm nice on there. Oh, but like shoot, I don't I, mean, I can't say that if one of y'all are really not, nice. I'm good at foosball. That's about it. See, I, yeah, I, I, you, you got me on that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm terrible there. But I like, got no backhand in ping pong. But anyways. Yeah, see, I ain't got it. But dude, like seriously, it, it, it was like one of those things that like nobody ever asked if I played quarterback. So like back in the day, like that was like me running and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Everybody was like, you're an athlete that plays quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so pushing that threshold, especially back then was something that I had to show people that, look, I can sit in the pocket and mm-hmm. throw, I can do oh, all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. And so growing up with that, man, like it's different to say like, what takes a you know, what makes a great quarterback today? Cause mm-hmm. it's it, what I grew up. It was, it was different. Everybody yeah. wanted the, the perfect Peyton Manning, the yeah. footwork, all that stuff. Nowadays, you know, when I was growing up too, like you, everything was connected. Like mm-hmm. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, all these guys. But now, like, and I've trained under Aaron Rodgers for years, and that's my base now. But like, the things he does is nothing close to what I was trained in. I mean, mm-hmm. you're disconnecting your upper body from your lower body. You got kids nowadays making sidearm throws. Like mm-hmm. that's the norm. It looks good. It yeah. looks cool. But um, I, I would say honestly, man, what makes a great quarterback? Because there's a lot of stuff that goes into it now i was just a blessed athlete and i'm so thankful but like i'll say this man like a lot of kids and people who are trying to be great in things like they get it's a lot of and i talk to kids all the time man the difference of like what you want and like what's your what you really really like if you want to be a great quarterback Mm -hmm. like people don't know what it takes a lot of time to be great like Man, I, I'm telling you, there was, I mean, through my college career, like, I didn't party much in high school. I didn't go out. Mm-hmm. Like, I was up mm-hmm. first thing in the morning with my mm-hmm. pops running. Like, there was no time. Mm-hmm. And I look back on it. And sometimes it is, it's is—it's—it's sad in a sense because you lose out on a lot of things in life that a mm-hmm. lot of other people got. But, like, looking back on it, it was worth it. Yeah. Hell yeah. It, absolutely worth it. But, like, the sacrifices that I made to get to those points to be a great quarterback I, I would say it's like the Will Smith approach. Like, if we get on a treadmill, I'm not going to get off until you, you yeah. either die yeah. or I pass. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 one, of the, it's one of the other. Nature. And that's that's the thing that I feel like not many people, and really the base of, like, what it takes to be mm-hmm. great or a great quarterback. And, you know, you can transition that from a quarterback to a receiver to anything.
3: It's crazy you say that, man, because, like, even, like, I look back on, like, my, the little bit of my playing career, me playing overseas, and the sacrifice I had to make, you know, that that and so that entire summer, man, I was working and I was training and I was playing semi pro that entire summer. So I didn't have any time to like party or nothing like that. And it was just like yes. and not only that, you lose sleep. Yes. So it's like you lose sleep and you just so driven and so focused, you kind of you don't realize that you're slowly <laughs> cutting people off unintentionally. Yes. yes. So I, I I can definitely relate to that. Yep. You know it's worth it though.
0: It is. You know what's crazy that you guys are talking about that. You you've heard people in the NBA say and I want to ask you about the NFL. You've heard, you know, Patrick Beverly talk about how there's guys, a lot of guys in the league don't love the game. game. Yep. Do you feel like there's guys in the in the NFL that you can see like he doesn't really love the game. He's here to collect a check?
1: Oh, abs- absolutely. I think there's there now everybody who's made it to that level as at one point, I firmly will say like they've loved the game, mm. but there is a transition of, you know, like, do you still love it after playing for 10 years or mm-hmm. 12 years or 15 years? And you are you can still be the great, but do you really love the game as much yeah. as you did? Because there, there's fine lines. So you might see people who at the end of it might not love the game as much as they did when they started, but yeah. they're still there because they're still great.
0: Do, do you think person? that's like a transit do you think the money translated that or it's like i've done this for so long as it's, it's kind of grown old on me
1: i think it's a little bit of both like I, of I, the money does change you know yeah. like when, when, yeah, when, yeah, when the you the politics get, yeah really there's mean. a lot of mm-hmm. <laughs> back-end pieces and politics that you got to work with to get up there but like you know the best play, and and it's a young person's game. But I think over time, mm. as you as you're seeing this stuff, and the NFL is not for long, man. It's like I I'm know. so blessed, but like man, the, the average career is what 3.3 three point three years. Yeah, and you don't even get your pension until you're four years into like active roster. So mm. there's reasons all this stuff is created the way it is. So you're naturally getting pushed out regardless. But I think so over that time way they
2: don't have to do the pension.
1: Y- yeah, and over time you get to this point where you're tired of of some of the politics the that way, in the, and the grind to just to get, you know, you might be better, but if they can get a rookie for cheaper. Right. Because you might not hold enough value in their eyes, then they're going to go with the rookie. I mean, you guys see nowadays, like, and I, I love my running backs, but like, bro, that whole position group is That's getting. That's crazy. Pouring up it's, right now. Yeah, it
0: is. Bro, they used to be it. huge. And, and they, they take the mid to two, th- mid to like hits hits. 2000s, 2010s. And then yeah. it was just like. It start going down and down it's, it's
2: becoming a passing league and the yeah. fans want to get mad like that they're holding out during uh what is it otas yeah. and all that
0: you know nfl is crazy because um yeah, no, because i was reading or listening to a uh, a radio station talk about black owners uh, now yeah. versus black coaches there was a time when the whole league probably had like less than a handful of Black coach, not head coaches, yep. assistant, uh, like assistant or offense or defense. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. So and then the story of Mike Tomlin, how he just kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. look and look at his career. Yes. So I feel like there's a whole other side.
1: I'm telling you, that's something that like people don't think of. And it's and it's the same thing as far as being a black quarterback back then and trying to grow up in that. A lot of the positions that were thought of as the smartest mm-hmm. a head coach mm-hmm. a quarterback coaches in general. Those weren't positions that we took, you know what I'm saying? Or we got the opportunity to get. And it was obviously receiver, running back, you know, linebacker, all that stuff. But, like, now it's an integration of everything. And, I mean, you got blackhead coaches. You got Patrick Mahomes. You got freaking Lamar, Kyler, Mm -hmm. all these cats. So it is the game is integrated by far. But it's just slowly but surely working its way up, up the top of the ladder.
0: It almost feels like it still has a little bit of that, like, because the fans, fans are always fickle. Like in anything, you know, NBA fans, they're always looking at different stuff. But when you live the life, you kind of see how the politics play out. I feel like the NBA is a lot more expanded for other reasons. Uh, Whereas the NFL, you know, remember when, uh, you know, um, what's the name? Took the knee.
1: Oh, Oh, Colin Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yes. Excuse me. I mean, Colin Kaepernick. Like. Ugh, that was crazy. Yeah, because he and, has skill. And
3: he definitely sure. he can still play. He right had some skill. Man. If you
1: guys look at the trend of and this is something that probably holds true for a lot of different careers, but especially in the NFL. Outspoken individuals who are outside of what the team wants mm. will get phased out. Mm. And, you, and it's sad to say, regardless of talent, regardless of talent, and even if the movement is the right thing to do, like or, you know, they mm. have some foundation to stand on. I mean, you look at Colin Kaepernick; he was gone quick. Mm-hmm. You look at Cam Newton; he's a very outspoken guy. Yeah. Gone quick, yeah, like crazy. and this and he's, was, uh, he's
3: trying to get back in the league. That's what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, so crazy. like there there's uh, it's it's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that like you, you, the shield is bigger than any one person. Mm-hmm. Always got to remember that. And like
0: you said, the youth is what is like heavily favored. So you got a guy who's kind of you know lambasted for one, two, yep. three years. That could be his prime years. Yep. That's and, crazy,
1: man. Yeah, it's it's a lot that goes into it. But it's it's learning the art and just being around it, man, because a lot of people get in and they're out. But if you can stay around, man, you just got to learn how to maneuver.
2: There you go. I was I, I was going to say now you mentioned training under Aaron Rodgers. Um, now, I know he's gotten a lot of backlash. You've mentioned it before, but under the four, it was four years you were with Green Bay, right?
1: Yeah, th- three, three.
2: Um, Yeah, 17. So under him, because I remember his story or reading an article about it was when Brett Favre was the quarterback, he did not mentor him at all or whatever. So do you feel like he kind of gave you that Brett Favre treatment when you were under him? Or was he actually helpful? Hey, this is what you got to do here. Uh, This is how I'm watching film, breaking down what he's doing. What was your experience like with that?
1: I think uh, with Aaron, honestly, and I was still talking to Aaron. I still talk to Aaron to this day. Um, he was Aaron is was such for me was like one of the greatest mentors I could have started with um, because he was very like inclusive. I mean, we'd be at his house singing karaoke drinking and, I, you know, I'm just into the league like. I'm singing karaoke with Aaron Rodgers at his house. Like, you know what I'm saying? I
2: remember Brett moving from Arizona to Wisconsin, and I see him doing all these like, like riding outdoors. tractors oh, and like doing, doing shit. LA. I was like. I was Yo, bitching. do you like it out there? He's like, I love it. Oh, <laughs> but, man, I still man. try to go back every year, once yes, a year. Your man,
1: I, man, I integrated myself. And there ain't, you know, I'm going to say this, there ain't no black people out in Wisconsin. Uh-huh, I black, know. <laughs> they for sure know you playing football. <laughs> so, like, oh, man, yeah, it was it's it was, it was, it was the coolest thing, though, because, like, everybody was cool out there. And, like, just being around Aaron, like, for me, that time, I was soaking in everything. Like, I, I, I really didn't learn, I feel like, how to be a quarterback like an actual quarterback until I got to Green Bay, learning defenses, really strategizing. And Aaron and a lot of the coaches there, you know, AVP, Alex Van Pelt, um, Salari, our offensive line coach at the time, uh, they all, like, really, really helped me develop. And Scotty Tolzien, he was uh, the backup when I first got there, and then I took over, and Scotty left after that. Mm -hmm. But, like, all these guys had an integral part in, like, my So do you feel
2: like that jump from UCLA to Green Bay was, like – Oh, Ridiculous. I thought I was
1: about to get cut that first year. I ain't Damn. gonna lie. No, no, real talk, man. I, 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 you go from the spread offense running in, in Chandler and then running it at UCLA, and it's a very like simple offense. And then you go to Green Bay, and it was like this playbook was about this big, y'all, like, like a phone and, book. And it was, it wasn't even like all right, learn this. You know, you got like I remember Coach McCarthy. It'd be like sixteen play words spread offense. You might call four words or make a signal, and you know what you're running. This was like 16 plays or 16 words, and you would have to spit it out like this. And I'm over there. Sometimes uh, John Coon, our fullback at the time, um, Pro Bowl fullback, he was he had been in the league for years, would help me call the plays because I, I didn't know how to call these damn things. And to try, I used to have to sit in the mirror and call them. And then Mike McCarthy, if you ask him, like go like this to repeat it. He had this voice, like, so you, he would say it even faster. And then I would have no, so, like, the transition was a huge jump. And I remember I was throwing picks. I mean, that's when defenses were really, like, it was, it was wild. I was throwing a whole bunch of picks. I remember after uh, uh,
2: OTAs. The DBs were moving way faster. Way faster than than, <laughs> I didn't know
1: what was going on. My head was spinning. So I went back to UCLA that offseason after OTAs. And I literally told him, I said, give me the playbook. Like, print it out for me. And I'm going to write, like, and that's how I learned is I write. I wrote that whole Damn. playbook word for word multiple times every day. I was sitting in the office uh, uh, with Mazzoni and them, writing that playbook, learning it, going to the field, practice. And I went into training camp and had one of the best preseasons. I mean, of uh, I had the best preseason of any quarterback at that time in that year. Like, it was the craziest, like, difference for me. But, like, it was all, like – Again, I for sure thought I was that's, about to get cut because it was—it people, was, people it was don't ugly. Even know that, man. It was no like
3: classroom setting before crazy. the. Where, you know, where do they put the headphone? in
1: It's in your helmet, like built in. So you just, It's like the voice of God just coming. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> does it yeah. Don't call the ball. Yeah, because nah. I always <laughs> wondered <laughs> that. Like, what
2: does where it echo that? in there? No, no, no. It's,
1: it's, it cuts off to like, ten seconds with the play call left. Yeah, so like yeah. that would be another thing. If I'm getting the play call and I'm like, come on, repeat it, it cuts off at like ten seconds. So I'd be sitting there like. All right, y'all, line up and. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. let's run oh, yeah, it. Yeah, at. let's uh, let's figure this out. <laughs> nah, nah,
3: since we didn't since we didn't already hopped into the pro, well, we got to go back to the college. Because, but I want to ask you this though. All right, twenty fifteen, get drafted by the Green Bay Packers. How are you feeling at that moment? Give us a break. Kind of break down that day. Were you, you in feeling? Arizona on drafting?
1: No, I was. I was in California. Uh, I was. I was at UCLA at a. a, a Wonderful woman's house named Aggie Hirschberg. Uh, she runs the Hirshberg Foundation at UCLA. She, I was honestly, I'm telling you, this is, right. Uh, even at that time, I didn't have no dang money. To, mm-hmm. I was still trying to figure it out. So she allowed me to stay there wow. at her house and train. Wait, um, so where,
3: where were you at exactly? Like,
1: uh, it, It's it, at California. In Westwoods. California, yeah. California. Okay, yeah, okay, in okay. Westwoods. And then I had my draft thing there. Family um, wasn't out there with you? Family was out there. Right. They mm-hmm. came out. And I actually, man, I got to pull up that video. Uh, a really the NFL uh, films guy named Zeus um he had filmed the whole thing man i'm not lying i the first day went by i thought i was you know thought mm-hmm. i was gonna get drafted man broke down crying that day mm-hmm. and uh dude i i have to try to find it and send it to you guys broke yeah, down definitely. crying man and um you know obviously and then the second day and then it wound up pick round five yeah, pick 147 pick round, i want to say 145 145 yeah, yeah and like i man it was i had never talked to green bay the whole process i thought it was like yeah. some other thing i didn't talk to once. Who'd, so you think, who'd you think them? you were going to? Didn't work out for them? I, I, I thought at the time, I, I couldn't even remember, man. I didn't speak to a Green Bay, I didn't work out for Green Bay. I never spoke to anybody from Green Bay. So I was, in my mind, and I, in my mind, I'm like, man, they got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I, so <laughs> they, was, so they called you, right? Yeah, man. I got this 920 area code, and I had no idea. I thought yeah. it was a prank call. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, like, psych, man, you're going to Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was it was cool, man. I knew I wasn't going to play. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but I knew I would learn from Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool, I'm good. Yeah, and but I knew I was going to Green Bay as well. So And, and the, yeah. crazy, the crazy
0: thing, that playbook was Favre, And then Rodgers. So it's not like they had these QBs plug in. No. And then when he got – so did you – you mentioned going and writing the playbook. Was that before Aaron Rodgers got hurt and you you stepped in? Before Before, that was the first year, That was my first year. That was when he got hurt. That was my third year. And you stepped – man. Because that's different too. Now you got to –
1: Now I'll say this. That is a – you never – like playing in NFL, you never – like playing in college, Rose Bowl is great. Mm -hmm until you actually get and play an experience on the NFL like lead, it's a whole different beast man like that was the moment that time span of starting those games playing that was the moment for me that I probably learned the most and it helped me last in my career in the NFL like once I was once I came back from that I felt like such a different quarterback like it was it was a lot, but like man, did I learn a bunch doing that.
0: Because like, you feel like the pressure was just like, hey, by the way, Packers now start fans like oh, not, especially wrote, Packers fans. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Y'all, like I,
1: I'm not lying, y'all. Like that was a crazy experience for me, and like there was depression, there was a whole bunch of stuff going through that moment because like, I mean I. Man, I was over there. I got Aaron Rodgers in front of me. He ain't, he, God, he ain't, yeah. he ain't going down. He ain't getting injured. And man, I remember it was like second down playing the Minnesota Vikings. And all all my boys are on the Vikings. Eric mm. Kendricks, mm. Anthony, Anthony Barr, Barr at the time. Well, yeah. Everybody was was over there. So, you know, I'm like, what's up, y'all? I'll see y'all after the game. Yeah. Aaron's going to probably whoop y'all ass. Yeah. I'll see y'all. Man, sure enough, <laughs> sure enough. Just, I see him hobbling up or like not getting up. And
2: You're I like, had oh, never shit. experienced that.
1: And I'm over here looking like, is that? Is that Aaron? Brett get up. That's all you hear. It's like Brett and you're like, oh man. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> like, oh, is oh man, like this is real. real. And man, Imagine. I get out there through a pick the first play, <laughs> <laughs> Through a pick. <peak. laughs> The very first play, man. Man, I was out, thinking, I was dude. like, all right, okay, I can't get worse than this. Man, bro. I was so nervous. Dude,
0: imagine in the helmet, like you're hearing play call. It shuts and, off all the noises, the jerseys
1: moving, the lights. And, bro, bro. It was Minnesota Vikings Stadium, packed house. Oh, my god! It was the wildest damn. thing. I got thrown into the fire. Coach <laughs> Coach boy. Like, god damn it, he ain't ready. <laughs> oh, he man, and ready. it was like, he had set it up to him for me. It was supposed to be a nice, like, easy pick play. Yeah. Xavier Rhodes, I remember, and, bro, I played with him for years. Jumped it, picked it off, man. I was like, God, this is this the NFL? I was like, man, I can't do the, this. The welcome <laughs> to the league moment? That, that was welcome to the league moment. And then the second play was a touchdown. I was hey, like, right, we we working some out here. Bad, yeah, bad. I was Get like, the jitters then, out. that's so yeah. weird.
2: Not like yards gain, yards like It was man. just. Boom, it two was extremes. High, yeah. It was
1: low, <laughs> and then high, and then and then it started evening out. But man, I was I was I was swimming for. But a while
3: luckily there. they they didn't have no one to sub you out. So it was yeah, cool. that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it worked hey, out.
1: I was only I was the only, was the like, only option they had. Yeah. I was like, all right, we rocking today. I don't care what happens, but we going.
0: Well, <laughs> that's why I had to ask because I'm just sitting here imagining like, you know, it's different because that's like real reps. Not saying practice and that stuff, but you mentioned it when you're thrown in, you're like, Duh. go, and you're like, uh. You know My heart yeah. would have left my chest. I'm not lying, y'all. You built I, different things. I bro. got
1: so accustomed to cause if you don't play for a while, Aaron never really got injured. So mm-hmm. I got accustomed to like Cold. and it's yeah. not something you think about, it's just something that naturally happens. You're like, all right, another game. I'll probably be on the sideline. Yeah. Learning from Aaron. This was a different game where I was like, damn And then after that, it was And you started out, nine games too, man. Yeah. yeah
3: how he, was that experience?
1: It was it was um it was one of the best times of my life, but also one of the most humbling times of my life. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I attribute a lot to that nine weeks um, because, for me, you work your whole life for these moments. Yeah. And it, it. I wouldn't say it went the way I wanted it to. Everybody's like, all right, Aaron goes down. I'm in. Mm-hmm. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, didn't happen. And it wasn't what i necessarily wanted or thought of but like it taught me so much and it helped me so much in my career that like mm-hmm. those times was man I, I can't i can't describe it, it was awesome man
3: cuz yeah. the practices are different now because now you're that you're the guy mm-hmm. that that go-to guy so you know what what are if you could walk us through what does a typical practice day look for you look like for you
1: um honestly back then with McCarthy it was um you go in and you know you'll stretch and stuff like that then You'll have uh, like quarterback drills to start while mm-hmm. they're doing special teams. And then after that, um, that t- probably takes around like 30 minutes. And then from there, team drills. So you'll mm-hmm. go, you know, uh, seven on seven, uh, team run, uh, team pass, mm-hmm. you know, like team uh, ones versus ones. And like you run that through the whole day and probably like a two hour practice and then you're off and then back to the locker room and watch them film. Man, it's nothing yeah. but football. Yeah. Nothing but it.
0: Like you said, NFL careers are so 3.3 years. Yeah. Right. So I want to say this first and follow up with the question. You went from high school, earning your spot, playing well, going to UCLA, uh, playing extremely well, then following it up in your second year, then making and sustaining an NFL career. To me, that's made because yeah. fans like to think, what did he do? Is he a top five? You know what I'm saying? Yes. They think like the top. But what yes. you don't realize is everybody in the league, like you said, loved the game. They trained. They gave <laughs> up a lot. They're here where guys average three and a half or 3.3 years. Yeah. You got double more. You know I what mean, I'm saying? It. So that's success at its mm-hmm. like you know, ultimate form. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to worry about everyone else kind of trying to measure you up, saying, oh, he's this, he's that. But I want to follow it up um i was reading an article that was talking about your draft stock may have been higher if you left after year two yes do you think about that
1: now or do you just kind of like or had you thought about it i do sometimes and i'm i'm still grateful that i didn't leave then because i was raw coming out when i did but like then i was straight raw talent Mm. and at the time i don't like if i wouldn't have went to green bay Truly, I I think I would have been phased out the league in about four years because mm-hmm. if you're coming in as a quarterback and if I would have been drafted higher two in this like they're not they're not trying to develop. They're, you're playing. Yeah. You got you know, know I'm saying out. yeah, you're playing, and yeah. not saying that would have been good or bad. Like I, th- I think if I would have been in the right offense and things structured around me, could have been phenomenal. But at the time, the NFL wasn't about to you know you're coming in and you're going to learn the offense that the team is running. And most mm-hmm. of the time, it wasn't spread offense at the time. It wasn't like a Kyler Murray or. You know, Lamar type offense where. We got to talk about that too. It, you man. know, it's, it's but it's, it's, you know, still great offenses, yeah. but it's just easier to comprehend, to get down and learn and stuff like that. They don't accommodate it to your play it's
2: yeah. You have to accommodate to, to them. And mm. so
1: to develop that, you know, that's why Aaron sat for three years and learned the playbook under Brett. Like, there's a yeah. development process that you needed to take. And I feel like if I would have came out then, I've, I would have been phased out so much quicker. And maybe I would have got paid more and the signing bonus, all that. But like, over the course of time. Back in. I, I'm a I firm believer everything happens for a reason, reason man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because that longevity absolutely. is key. Because you so said 3.3 3
2: years. Who knows? You could have been, like you said, drafted higher, yeah, left man. after three years, and then now didn't I'm, give you enough time because I know you do a lot of stuff outside of training yes. and being in the NFL. Yeah. And I feel like that's what – having that time, that maturity, the connections that you've developed over time, yes. I I don't think you could
1: – put a price on that. No, you know? I, I would I would do it all again because that was the... I mean, I played for eight years at this point. I, when I think about it, I'm like, damn, I really played for eight years. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. We can like, old, bro. <laughs> that's what, bro. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I was with Baltimore last year. They called me like Gramps. Like, OG. Oh, and like, and, oh, and like, Aaron's still like, playing, <laughs> which is crazy. That's, that's a, crazy. Bro, no, that's a Gramps. <laughs> yeah, right, you yeah, yeah, Gramps, yeah. Bro, what is he? That's, that's Yoda. Great. Yeah, that's Yoda right there. He's Yoda. Yeah, Okay. right, we got it.
3: Okay, I kind of want to... Go back a little bit, just with the UCLA. So, for those who watching, you know, those who want to play high level Division One football, I know at Division One football, Division One basketball, it's a killer. Like it's a, it's a whole different world, but it prepares you to be a professional. How was that experience playing for UCLA? Then you know your teammates with P. Diddy's son, and I know that brought a lot of attention at the time. Like how was that experience?
1: Uh it was it was it was cool for me. I, I, honestly like I said like in college I was so locked in like that even though I was at UCLA like man I really didn't even party like that. Yeah. I like it was me, Jonathan Franklin, uh Labrador like man we used to be locked in mm. every single day. And so like there obviously could have been a lot of distractions. But I was so California. focused, man. I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you, like man, a lot of distraction. I'm looking back now, like damn, <laughs> yeah, like man, everything. But I, I'm not lying, man. In college, like I was so focused on ball that, like, I enjoyed myself. But I didn't, I didn't allow what I could have got into to, mm. you know, mess up my steps. Yeah, I was, I was just focused, man. So even, even playing with Justin, even playing with. Uh, all and that stuff was that, nice too yeah he was he, he was cold he man was nice yeah and a good 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 athlete good brother like mm-hmm. really really good a humble dude too yeah. like people probably wouldn't even know but like, that brother's humble as I don't know what like yeah, yeah, uh, right. just a good person
3: now i got a question for you because snoop Dogg's son came there were you there at the time when he came or was this nah, after
1: yeah that was after me okay, yeah okay. no yeah I didn't, I didn't see his son but um but yeah all, the, all these cats man like justin was awesome and just everybody i was around but we were we were so focused on what we wanted to accomplish that it was fun being at UCLA, but at the same time, yeah. like we we had work to do.
3: You can get caught in that lifestyle, man. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can A lot know, of people you, do. Like a lot know. of
1: players would come in and they they would be great, ta- like players, but they would just the get work caught there was Yeah, UCLA. it mm-hmm. fell off and they would get phased out, man. Damn. Yeah. It's so, that vision you got. No, seriously, long, it sound like I'll, ASU. <laughs> yeah. Fact. Yeah. Yeah, right.
2: um, I'm gonna transition, do something a little fun, Brett. Uh, we're gonna do like oh. a timer of like three minutes. Quick hits question we will just go one by one, and it'll be like short answers. All and right. it doesn't even have to be football-related. It could be what, it can be football-related, but it could be whatever. All right, All right so I'm going to set a timer. Actually, I should we do two football. minutes? Yeah. Like two a two-minute yeah. drill? This is so unrehearsed, I have no well, what idea. What about a one-minute one drill? What whatever. about a
1: one-minute drill because it's football-related?
2: Oh, sure. two-minute drill is football-related.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, two-minute warning. Have,
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. We could do one minute,
0: right? One minute to ask, like, or for so the
1: whole round. How does this work? Like, how no, does no, how for the does whole round?
2: He'll Tay will go first. I'll go second, and we'll just keep cycling until the time is up. But you, but, it, but every ta- question you have to give an answer. Oh,
1: okay. Because you guys are asking the questions. Yeah. I'm just firing off answers. You're firing oh, okay. off oh, answers. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hot seat. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's hot We're seat gonna right do it. Now. So actually, Lights let's do two light. minutes
2: in case it takes a long time for the yeah. question to come up. All right, two minutes starts now with you, Tay. All right, favorite wide receiver, Devontae Williams. You so who? Devontae Adams. Mm, Ooh, I like that one. Uh, favorite running back out of, it could be any level. Um, Paul Perkins. Dang, you know. If that. you didn't say Paul, I would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Paul Perkins. <laughs> Paul,
1: Paul Perkins.
0: You're Mount Rushmore of QBs.
1: Oh, that's a good one. H- um, like ever, historically. Man, ugh. I, I got to put Tom Brady as one. Mm-hmm. I love Tom. I got to put Aaron as two. Um, and then um, Peyton Manning as three. Yeah, okay. and I know there's a lot of other quarterbacks, but yeah. like what I watched, them, them guys were amazing. And let me throw Donovan McNabb in there too. Oh, hey, it. I yeah, love McNabb. Hey, that was my dog. Hey, yeah,
0: I see him at the yeah. lifetime, yeah. lifetime yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, man, that, that Cooper, dude's
3: man. out. Yeah, yeah, that dude's out there. Uh, favorite team? Uh, favorite team to play against?
1: Um, USC. Uh, USC. When I was at UCLA, because uh, we used to beat the uh, shit out beat the <laughs> every year. Never boy. lost. But Man, OGs. that was the greatest game. I loved it. Favorite state you've ever lived in? Um, man. Green Bay,
2: hey Wisconsin,
1: I, yeah it was just, it was just real cool. Now that's, yeah. I, there's a lot of things that go with it, but like it was cool. What so we got on the like, timer? Fifty one seconds.
0: All right. So your favorite top two cuisines?
1: Oh, uh, soul food for Ooh. show. Um, and, and then, then who could? Um, yeah, then Italian. Yeah. Ooh. And then Italian. Okay. Okay. Have you ever been starstruck and by who? Yes, one time. But Denzel Washington came to practice at uh, hey, UCLA know. and oh. gave one of them speeches. Like, man, it was crazy. It to my we gotta I, come
2: no no joke, it. man.
1: I was one time I was ever like. You got an imitation? No, nah, I ain't got it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I ain't got it. I wish I did. But favorite nah.
2: teammate of all time? Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Okay.
1: Awesome guy.
2: 13 seconds. What's your
0: favorite
1: bro? car you've ever owned? Um, my Prius. First thing you bought <laughs> when you got paid? Uh, a ping pong table so yeah just a ping pong table honestly what yeah like three hundred dollars. actually like a $200 ping pong yeah, you table you killed it the time oh, yeah. is up though what's up. you said Prius
0: hey wait wait Prius. wait a second
1: I be telling people that all the time
0: I, I I was about to ask the man a question and y'all took eight whole seconds from the question like, hey. you might have got no, another question no you look in. like this I for eight, saw, eight seconds I said three seconds the tape don't <laughs> lie you can't bring back. go you can't back can't you got a timer, bro. I actually paused
2: it for you everybody was just in sitting there waiting I paused it for you too pausing it that's a real pause that's a real pause okay please Tell
3: us about this Denzel, man, Denzel Washington experience.
1: How was Oh, that? man. I couldn't even describe it. I got a picture. I'll send it to y'all, but, like, I remember just practicing. I look at my corner, of my eye, I'm like, is that Denzel Washington? <laughs> and, man, this brother really came to practice just to watch and check it out. I was talking to him after, man, and he gave us one of them speeches. Man, I, I was ready to run through a brick wall, boy. I, that was the one time in my life that, and I like to say, in California, you see a lot of people, but Denzel I, bro, I was, was way, I, was, I was lit Boy, I got a picture Okay, what do, what do y'all talk about though? I can't even remember, man I, I was probably was like Just man, it was you know? great to meet you You know, like It was probably just Man, that's like, dope, man It was that's, cool I'm a big Denzel fan I got a picture of Denzel in Washington man. That's what I'm saying
0: a you, got, you got an uh, imitation? Denzel imitation?
1: Nah, I don't,
3: man Hey, hey a... Jake! No, <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> I'm not I, even I, doing I, Nah, I'm not Oh, you mother
2: Playing basketball In Pelican I've never been good with him I got another question for you
3: you, we know you played in the XFL. Did you get to meet the Rock? Uh,
1: I didn't. I didn't personally get to meet him. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he was at our game and stuff like that, but I never really got to got to shake yeah. his hand or anything like that. Yeah. It sucks, but I wanted to. Yeah. yeah. That was I wanted Dang to Rock, yeah. On, call man. him up. You know, call people up. Yeah, like, no. come on, Rock. I was going to ask. Um, do you feel
2: like at any point, and if there was a point, when was it? When if you felt like
1: friends and family started treating you differently? Oh for sure when i got paid or actually it was no it was probably it was probably on when, when i got paid yeah so it, like going to uh, yeah. college not really any issues more college not really i mean it was it was yeah I, it, and i the only reason i say that is because of this like when you when you um sometimes when you get all this money or people think you get all this money they equate like not having time or none like like we're all got a lot of stuff going on in our life. And um, I feel like a lot of the times too, and it might've been some family, some friends, but you know, when they see, okay, obviously his brother got drafted, he got all this money. And now, you know, Brett Hundley, yada, yada. But like, though, yeah. at the end of the day, I was like, dog, I'm just grinding, like, that's, mm-hmm. that's it. But it, it, because you don't get to spend all the time that you want, you know, you naturally, it's just this, sometimes the, with the people who really don't know you really sort of get shown yep. and come to light. Um, hmm what advice do you have
2: for younger players uh to navigate through that like if they have like some homies or family members that are either trying to be in their pockets or you know giving them that treatment oh you big time now now you don't want to kick it with us or Mm -hmm. hit us up you don't text us no
1: more or whatever
2: what what advice would you have for them in order to be able to get through that
1: i would say learn the first thing is learn how to say no when I'm mm. so happy, I learned how to say no because uh, look at here, y'all. Y'all ask me for something, no, hell, yeah. hell, no. We ain't talking none of that. Like learning how to say no is such Let a huge <laughs> thing. Yeah, <laughs> go to McDonald's, but um, yeah, man. But like, I'm telling you, but like, learning how to say no, and then also the biggest thing I try to tell uh, young guys is like, learn who you are outside of football, mm. like that to me is really something that changed my whole trajectory of like who I was as a man and even my playing career. Like learn like football becomes your life in a sense and sometimes it's unhealthy. Like for me, it was for sure unhealthy because that's all I was, that's all my identity was att- attached to. All I knew was football and all people knew me was, was football. Um, but once I was able to detach myself and my identity from that, it allowed me to play a lot better, think a lot cleaner and be a lot better of a man At what
0: point in your career do you think you made that distinction
1: um it was it was actually after the uh the when i played those nine games with green bay um i was going through some rough times man um some dark times and uh i went through this program called life skills and uh it was like this it was supposed to be like what 12 weeks or something like that and um it was it was almost like therapy for men but uh, it was a men's course and it sort of broke down childhood wounds all that stuff and uh, i turned into like a year-long course man and it's crazy the day i finished that is the day i got traded to seattle um, which was crazy man but it was that that whole thing changed my whole life man you know uh, sorry go ahead no no no, no, that was that
0: was was my follow-up question i wanted to ask earlier but i didn't want to disturb the flow it's like you said that that's your second time now saying you know that you went through some hard dark times oh yeah so would you say that was the best? Like, Talk about getting through that and the things that helped you grow. So one of them, like you said, I love um, distinguishing between what you do and who you are. Because a lot of people, I was reading this the other day, that's why I was like, Okay, I like this. I yeah. gotta ask you a question. The other day, someone's like, "Hey, I'm this by profession, yep. but that's that doesn't encapsulate me as yep. an individual. Yep. I'm, you because know, people are greater than doctors, dentists, lawyers, football yep. players. You know, whatever it is you do, there's more.
1: Yep, yep, and that that's the biggest thing, man. Like that nine week span, and because again, I was sort of touching on it a little bit earlier, but like I, that's like the dream. You work your whole life for this moment. And I and my whole identity was attached to this too. So when it didn't go the way it, I wanted it to go or I envisioned it to go, like I was, man, I was depressed. I was hurt. I didn't want to come out my room. And again, bringing up Green Bay too, you know, if you have a bad game or anything like that, man, you man, you don't want to go to Walmart. You don't want to go out. Mm-hmm. Um, and because every ev- everybody knows who you are, knows who man. you're, everything. So like, it was it was a hard time. But going through that life skills for me. Um, and I I talk about it all the time, man. It it changed everything that wow. I knew who I was. Like the stuff I went through there, the 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 course, and I still still to this day my therapist uh, and like my white pops I call him uh, uh, Joe. Man, he is I in therapy with him yesterday, mm-hmm. brother. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's still talk man. To, it is important. It yeah. is so important, and I still talk to him to this day. We still once a week get together and just talk life, man. And uh, it's 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 helped me so much to get to where I'm at as a man, um, and I'm just so thankful for it. And then you know, I'm thankful because in those dark times, you know, sometimes you can't understand what, you know, where we're at now because you got to go through the valleys to understand what it's like to stand mm. on the top. You know, so like for me to go through those dark points in life and to get through it, um, and to sort of come out new and refreshed and understanding who I was as a man and what I stand for, what my beliefs were. Like, man, I'm mean, so I, thankful I for applaud it. you Bro, for that. appreciate That's that. That's something it's,
0: we talk about and we're big on yeah.
1: is men's mental health. Uh, Everyone's geez. mental health, yeah. but you know, we're men. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, so everyone watching and in us and everyone in the room, you have to seek out healing.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Sometimes
0: that comes from somebody you don't know from Adam. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, a therapist. Because there's, like, this taboo, like, oh, you see a therapist? Yeah, I see a therapist. And what? Yeah. Are you mad that I'm bettering myself? But, yes. you know, we should be, as men, pushing that.
1: Yes, man. And, it, and like people, people don't even realize, like, this dude, and and I love him to death, man, but, like, this is a random white brother who grew up in Wisconsin, would have <laughs> never uh, connected. connected. But you know yeah. so you what's know crazy, man? Like, changed my life.
3: You know, when, especially for African-American, us yeah. black men, you grew up in a household and sh- showing your emotions
2: isn't enough. It's, it's like at all. You can't. You get looked down yeah. upon. Yep. and they,
3: they take it as if it's not serious. And in especially our, yep. as an in athlete. In our culture, uh, th- therapy
2: is like frown. Yeah. It's yeah. all cultures. And, it, and yeah. it's
3: crazy, bro, because you have to go to other people for advice. Yes. And, I, and I can relate to that in so many ways because I had to go through that. Yep. And and as an athlete, you know, playing professionally, I can totally understand that because I was, in, I was going to school in Michigan and I didn't really have like people like that. Yep. I, I did have family that I would talk to but it's hard to talk to people that can relate as an athlete. Yes. So like they won't really understand us. ah you know they kind of look at it in different like in a different light but man like what you said bro that's yeah. I feel that needs to be shared more especially for you athletes because I talked to OBJ at Exos and he didn't went through so many different surgeries man he showed me a long paragraph yep. of how he went through depression and, and similarity so.
1: And it's and you gotta think too, it's not like it's not like we're in high school and just mm-hmm. you know, it's the world. I yeah, mean yeah, the real life. Yeah. I mean, Big OBJ, macro. you got bro, it's everybody, everything mm-hmm. you do is criticized. I remember I went to Walmart as a starter and I had a story published about going to Walmart. Oh, shopping at Walmart, I'm like what like, I can't, can't go to Walmart, a human <laughs> God, I, but like stuff like that. Like it's it's crazy to me to think think that, but you know, understanding the pressures that come along with that. Mm-hmm. And just working through it, man, like I, I'm, I'm a huge believer in preacher, self-talk, freaking journaling, meditation, like, man, and I didn't learn that until life skills and it changed the course of my life. Man. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. You, and, oh, go ahead. No, you. Saw you. I, saw you, I was going
2: to say, how do you feel like um, being in the league, being a professional, having the sort of level of fame that you have and... Um, you know, working the personal life skills that you're working with the therapist, how does it affect
1: relationships? Oh, man, huge. Um, huge. Um, and I, I say that because um, just understanding, again, who you are as a man, you can be a better man in a relationship. You can lead properly. You can be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, mm-hmm. I always knew growing up, like, man, I wanted to be married for a year. I wanted to be one of them cats who had a 30 year marriage, but not just like a 30 year marriage where people are not happy, but like happy, you know, like enjoying themselves and joyful. You know, I think happiness is a temporary emotion but like being joyful is something that's longer than that. Is mm-hmm. is 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 a presence, is the essence of who you are. And I wanted to be that and I and I feel like at least I'm on the path now mm-hmm. of knowing that I can be that for my significant other and uh shout out Khadija. Love you dog. Hey, um, yes. but, you know, so like Yeah and um it's it's just cool to 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 have that. Yeah. And, and so that's what I'm saying, like figuring out who you are as a man, what you stand for, what you don't stand for and what your beliefs are allowed me to really understand who I was looking for, what I wanted out of life. And to how be do that you trust women, though, when you're at
2: like the point that you're at someone yeah. that isn't just like wanting you for your
1: money or what you do or yeah. anything yeah, like that? How, like, how do you that's all that's a hard one, man. But I, I think, to be honest, um you if if you really know who you are, you can sense out what's fake and what's real. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not to say you're gonna be perfect with everybody, but like man, I I you you have good energy. There's energy. There's a you know like I'm I, like we were saying broke broke man's club. I'm cheap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I know a woman ain't gonna love hey. me for the stuff I do or broke buy. That's club. what I'm saying. Broke Boys Club, man. I that's, yeah. said, that's but I like I know myself and who I am, and not you know I'm very frugal, but like. I know ain't no gold digger gonna want to be with me, cause you ain't getting no. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going on no ten thousand dollar vacation. Ain't no boo yeah. date. Yeah, we. If you can't hold a conversation and like, amen. Just be on the porch chilling, talking like four hours. What are we doing? They don't know
3: about the porch. That's what I'm saying. What are, like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Being on yeah, the, man, you know, different. that's thousand That's, that's, talk right that's there. what I'm saying.
1: Like just chilling. Like that's that's the stuff that goes. I feel like a long way. And if if we can't do that, then what what are we doing? Yeah.
0: You know? See, I was gonna ask. That's a, that's an amazing question because um being the professional athlete being married going in going through the dark times man because you have to know who you are so if you're struggling it's hard especially someone seeing you and knowing yeah. you as somebody else in their mind yep it can be like you know what i'm saying yep and i think a lot of guys uh a lot of people but a lot of us men we have to find out who we are our purpose and have an og brotherhood or a therapist or or one of each that we can kind of just just talk and and mediate ourselves through because if not you're just creating this like harsh pressure bubble and it's gonna burst at one point yes you know it's healthy that i learn and heal from my wounds as well as everybody i'm connected with Mm -hmm. i should want that for you i should want it for you and especially your significant other And, and 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 that was a good question you asked about how do you know that? Because I'm just trying to think, what's the answer in my mind, and I want to hear what you have to say. Yep. And our answers were the same. But you're a professional; you are a professional athlete, yep. and I'm not. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. But it's the same as yes. when you're confident in who you are, yep. and you're like, "This is my boundary," yes. and you see the reaction. Yes, and if you have to state your boundary and it upset someone. That's all you need to know. Yes.
2: What you said reminds me of a quote, uh, brother, Hamza Abdullah, who used to play for the Cardinals. He always said, want for your brother what you want for yourself. And then hearing that as a kid, man, that shit always stuck with me. It's a hadith. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
3: You're not a famous athlete, but you're a famous podcaster. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) All y'all. My question
2: for you is, this
3: is my last question, and then we kind of got to wrap it up based off time. But if you had to pick, would you pick the money or the fame?
1: Oh, uh, the money. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, but I don't care about the fame. <laughs> people like people get that messed up. Like, the fame is not what you not, is not what you want. Like, mm-hmm. and not, the money ain't what you want. I care less about the. I mean, it's nice to live mm-hmm. and to have what you want. But like, that, both of those really have no purpose like in in mm-hmm. who i am as a man you know what i'm right. saying like i but if i gotta pick one i'm picking that money <laughs> yeah but Bro, like, you
2: work way too damn hard to tell I'm me saying. the money
1: don't matter no I, yeah. I i say that I'm in like, a sense of saying that like i love being able to afford what i do yeah. and what i want to do but at the same time like don't make it you see people yeah. rich it doesn't define you yeah, what you're you saying see rich guys all the time killing themselves doing yeah. it like Man, the money, the fame, pe- people search for these things, but it, it, you're searching in the wrong place, your happiness man. and peace yeah, is what yeah, matters man. most. I've, and that's why I love traveling, man. You see people enjoy like things that. that have nothing to do with money, have nothing to do with fame, but just are at peace with themselves. That's what makes yeah, the Martin, difference. Martin, so. don't
2: get mad at me, but I just wanted, I, I yeah. want to touch on two things before we wrap up. Yeah. You mentioned traveling, so I know uh, what got you into traveling is your mom was a uh, flight, flight attendant. attendant. Yes, sir. And oh, so... Talk about, you know, first country you ever visited and then, like, some of your top. And then after that, I want to touch in how you got into the men who cook. And then we'll oh, yeah.
1: cut, uh, cut it off after that. For sure. Um, yeah. So, my mom, I got, like, a passion from each one of my parents. My dad was the cook. So I love to cook from him, and then my mom was a flight attendant. Still so waiting
2: travel. on that mac and cheese, recipe. man. I got you, dog. I got you. No, you don't. I know probably don't. He's on camera. He's just right. saying that I'll on camera. Yeah. I'll send you a video. Yeah, you're right. you right. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'll send you a video. Though
2: but, he um, made the best mac and cheese I've ever had, <laughs> bro. Really? man. I'm yeah. And that was you. just like I haven't <laughs> tried a lot of the things yeah. he made.
1: You about to leave? I know. Now listen, we'll get things. I can show y'all text how many times I've asked him for it. You know what I'm saying?
2: That's family recipe. I can show y'all text how many times I've asked him for it. He'll be like, "Yeah, I'd have to kill you if I told you." He's like, not in the it. moment type yeah. of thing, oh, I you can know?
3: guarantee you, token uh, mac and cheese ain't gonna be like nah, yours. No, 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 I can't Ooh. trust
1: restaurant mac and cheese. home gotta, cooking he's that's built different. That's what I'm different. saying. If you ain't got, if you ain't he's got a grandma different. back there, I'm not trusting it. Thanks. Yeah, I'm sure. not. Anyways, trusting Anyway, sorry,
2: it. I cut you off. I'm gonna let you keep going.
1: Um, it, it was uh, pops is
2: cooking, moms is moms yeah. traveling.
1: I went to Jamaica to start, um, and then once I got into the league, I actually had some money, and so then I used to use Groupon. To do start my travels and I would pay and they would be like man I'd be like still
2: saving money even when you in the league One, that that's how you Nazi. know Let's that's my go. essence
1: um, but I went to Groupon started traveling that way and then started building it up and um, started then s- sort of creating my own travel experiences and going with people then meeting people and um, man I've been at this point to forty different countries man <laughs> I have I have seen a lot and I still want to hit them all so that's a goal of mine um, but. I would say probably the my favorite, um, and I wouldn't say by far, but my favorite is New Zealand. I went to South Island, and it was by myself. Took an RV and drove all of South Island for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And it was the most beautiful experience I could have. It's hard to even describe it, man. When
2: I go to New Zealand, I'm going to have to hit you up for an yeah. itinerary. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got like you. to connect because I want be yeah. to I want to drive. Because my brother's been wanting to go, and I keep telling him, I was like, let's do it. And then I actually I actually talked to Khadija. I was asking her if she had gone. She's oh. like, no, but you have. And I was like, I need an itinerary. I was actually trying to go in July, yeah. but my brother wasn't down. So See, I was going to wait. You can use
1: ChatGPT yeah. for damn near anything, though. No AI, you can man. give me a 10 day itinerary. I'm telling you, I'll give you the itinerary, but I'm going to go to AI too. I'll be like, oh, let me ask you
2: this. On... Future travel? Are you going to get an itinerary from Chat GPT?
1: Absolutely. You're not well, going you to ask did. other homies or whatever and be <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Chat GPT has the information from.
2: Bro, I have so much trust issues with I don't. technology. Trust man, issues. I don't. that's crazy.
1: That's like talking to 10 million people at once, and they're gonna give me all they the best <laughs> ex- answer. <laughs> you wild. I, hey, I, I'm, I'm on Chat GPT, baby. And we gotta it. have a
0: part two for sure. What's I know. I feel like right? we could talk for to sure. you forever. Yeah, man. But, uh, y'all just fight me it. back
1: after after the dinners. That was promised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. To me You're right. By by both of y'all. Hey, edit that so part out. Each, LB. Yeah, <laughs> nah, don't edit that out. <laughs> I want to make sure <laughs> yeah, you we we were so one each because I want the video. We didn't for say we're one each dinner. I want I want the I want the you know what I'm saying. Honestly, because I'm
2: so proud of your success and everything, I would definitely dinner on man. Which where are we going? Because we're going to be at McDonald's on
1: the video. Huh? Man, wherever, you want. wherever I
2: want. <laughs> I like to eat good, bro. <laughs> man,
1: come on then. Like, yeah. What about this? I don't drink, what if we do this? I'll
2: get you drinks.
1: Y'all bring the camera. You buy the groceries. I'll cook and you get your macaroni.
2: Man, Ooh. I'm with that. Come on. Like a come on. Don't make me a promise you can't keep. I, I keep when, that promise. When are you moving to Spain?
1: Uh, not till next year. Okay. Nah, okay. We, we hey, in there. Let's do it. We can we're do doing, that. we're I'm eating sure at the crib.
0: You can invite whoever else. Maybe we can hit up Troy and I'm, I'm yes. Gonna, yes. I'm going to ask with my mama it. to make me some, to make y'all some. Bro, asleep. I've been waiting nah, on your nah, mom nah.
2: to make us Indian food for. Now, nah, my mom all.
0: retired from the kitchen for the last 20 years. So if I ask, yeah, that's, still that's, got it what, that's it a special like a, request. what All right. What about, you know
1: what I'm saying? I'm with that And
0: I said, unless you don't want it.
1: I've been waiting for 20 years. I want it too. I don't even know what it is, but I want it too. like Indian Pakistani food? Spicy? I, man, I eat it all. I'm, oh, okay. I'm with it. I'm, I love spicy food.
2: I love spicy yeah, food. I'm with yeah, it. Right. Mama, you, we, we can do this. I think you will be the first <laughs> one to back out on spicy food. <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm I'm, I it. know Q can handle spicy. Or spice. I can bring
0: sweets. Whatever. Something nah,
1: like
2: a... We bring you Boat. give me the whole grocery list, mama I'll whatever, no. and <laughs> Sorry, I'll still, we'll, shake, we'll still take shake you out to it. dinner outside of that, because I don't want you doing manual labor, too. you hear this, Joe? Yeah, no, That's no, 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 no. What's that mean? Oh, oh, oh. It's on camera at this point. I don't involve y'all, too. It's just showing appreciation for Brett. because he's gonna be a team,
1: so if you didn't shake on it, it's a shake on it. I was looking at the camera the whole time while I was shaking.
3: He didn't make eye contact, so don't try it. What y'all shake on? The the two I dinners, said, the one at
1: the crib and one at wherever now, the, I choose. The
3: crib joint, I'm definitely down for that crib joint. The dinner,
1: now what are we doing a dinner? If y'all are tied together, you, to you ain't even yeah, gotta yeah, know because you already right. shook for it. Yeah, you're, so, right. we we you're sure. already I'm in right. it. We in it yeah. How many you want to go? Yeah,
2: facts. <laughs> Ocean 44 State 44. I wasn't we even hit y'all.
1: There's a great place called Aloha Kitchen right in right in like Tempe, Chandler, whatever area. Ooh, Gaffey area, bro. I'm a I'm a like foodie type of guy. Ocean 44 is great, but. Right. go to Cool. I we I'm not saying I'm gonna choose Aloha Kitchen. I'm just saying that I, <laughs> places like that I might try. No, you know i, mean? I, I mean, say that. But I mean you put that out there. Right? I, I'm just, I'm just hey, saying you
2: a, name it, we'll make it happen.
1: No, I wouldn't throw y'all with those from forty four. For Ladies and gentlemen, though. you heard it here. So we got we got
0: the uh the blog. Yes. We're gonna get the ingredients. We're gonna have the cook. Show us
2: what's good. I'm so with that. So we got stuff to look forward to. One last question and then we're in.
3: I kinda
1: prepped you for it. I wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> I <was joking. laughs> did not think about it this okay.
3: whole time Qmo podcast. you're quick on your feet I try who do you think <laughs> will be a great fit oh
1: actually I got it for, for the podcast for the podcast I would say Devin Kennard I think okay. is a great one a Hometown Product Doing a lot of great things in the community, in freaking real estate. And, mm-hmm. like, his story of transitioning, mm-hmm. I think, would be great for other players, people. Like, he's he he, he got it. Yeah. yeah, he's a good one. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're going to have to Love make it. that happen. So, Devin, now that I shout you out, you got to come. Like, Devin, let's make happen. Man. Yeah, like, you got to at this point. He, <laughs> he'd, be a great, he'd be a great one. You didn't even
0: have to scramble. That's called pocket protection. Look
1: and we, we, we can
0: talk more when we do
1: dinner, too. Absolutely. <laughs> Look at, y'all come to the house. We can run a men who cook episode. Hey, yo, we got, all right, we got this. We we'll, we'll do that. I absolutely can do
0: Men that. who cook QMO. I'll be high, down though. for that. Yeah, that's what
1: I'm saying. Y'all come to the crib. We can do it. Till next time. Yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. Yes, sir. Seriously, it's awesome.